All right, and welcome back after a uh, extended holiday hiatus that has uh, basically around for two months. Yeah, it's the, it's the COVID pandemic quarantine of uh, <laughs> hiatuses. <laughs> we'll be back in a week or so. Yeah, we. So. so we did actually. We took a couple steps back, uh, reevaluated probably the best way to approach this show instead of trying to do it every week. Um, we all agreed basically we just have too much going on right now, so we are moving to a uh, bi monthly show. Um, which should give, and instead of, one of the issues we were running into is we were all trying to watch all of the movies together. And quite frankly, coordinating three people's schedules with that every single week was just too Tough. much. Yeah, it's, it, it, it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, and so we are going to buy weekly. We're going to just watch it on our own, take our notes, and then do the show. Yes, take our notes. I did that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I didn't take notes on this one, but I've seen it twice, so I feel confident. Um, <laughs> he says right before he butchers it. Yeah. Uh, we also change. We're going to change the format of the show, which we honestly it kind of stays with what we're doing, but now we're just formally doing it. So we're opening with news, and then we'll kind of get into our main event, sprinkle ad reads throughout if we had ad reads. Uh, and we're going to start introducing a new uh, segment starting on the next episode, which is a, uh, oh, wait, under the skin. Did you put that? I did not. I must have put that. I think you put that. <laughs> I don't remember putting that, but okay. We're going to watch Under the Skin as our, we're having a trash or not trash segment where we take a movie that either was critically panned or was just a straight-up B-movie through mm-hmm. and through, and we're going to see if it's a diamond in the rough or just a catastrophe. I like that. Right? I, yeah. I think Hughes I, actually came up with that, so I'm not going to cloud you. I, I originally pitched that to you as, you tell us of a bad movie that you love. Oh. But I like this, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you have to watch trash movies with me. Yeah, well, that's, that was my win-win. Is like, you get to make us watch the trash movies you love <laughs> and then try to sell us on if they're good or not. <laughs> Oh, man. But we are not going to do that one this week. We ran out of time and also came up with that like two nights before. Yeah, very recently. (laughs) Um, So we're going to open with the news. And I think the first biggest one, which we've kind of known is coming up, but it's more surprising that it's not been uh, kiboshed yet, is Tom Holland's contract coming to an end. Yeah. I haven't really heard much about it, honestly, but I I feel like they're going to run to it. Oh, I... They have set up Tom Holland to be the new Tony Stark for the universe. Yeah. So I can't imagine uh, that they don't renew his. Um... Sorry. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> I was just re- reading there. a headline that said Zendaya helped uh, Tom Holland be, be nicer to fans. Oh. Which is funny because I feel like Tom Holland's like an absolute angel of a person. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, uh,. We went to high school with a guy who uh, was like the uh, what do they call it when you the backup guy? Oh, the stunt double? No, no understudy. Uh, yeah, the, he was the understudy for uh, Tom Holland apparently oh. at some point. That's pretty um, cool. But then he left like prior to the project starting, and I think a different understudy stepped mm. up. So I don't know what really happened there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently that kid went to my high school. Neat. Uh, uh, this article I just pulled up from GameStop. GameSpot. Not stop. (laughs) (laughs) To the moon, baby. Exactly. Uh, It says, Tom Holland's Spider-Man contract is done after No Way Home, but he wants to come back. So, I feel like this is an issue with Marvel, Sony. Yeah, I think so, too. More so than Spider-Man. Because we, 
we've had previous issues with um, Spider-Man movies even being made due to uh, Marvel-Sony disputes. No Way Home... No, Far From Home got delayed, didn't it? Over it? Did it? Or, did no, or was it No Way Home that got delayed? Like, this one, yeah, No Way Home got was delayed over it. Delayed slash was considered not to be happening for a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When Holland announced that he was... <clears throat> not having a renewed contract when his contract was canceled. What reason did he give or did he get to say anything or do you think he had an NDA about why it was canceled? Pro- not canceled. It had run what they yeah. had agree- previously agreed on. Failed to be renewed. Yes. Um, he, his tweet was actually very mature for some... I mean, he's... He's 24. Yeah, he's a little yeah. bit younger than us. Um, and it basically, he said, like, I've had such an amazing journey with these guys. If they want me to come back, I'll be there in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um... But if they don't, then it'll be awesome to ride off into the sunset. Did the studio give any reason? They they just have not said whether or not they're going to renew it. They haven't said that they're not going to either. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just it's just wild that they have not... For what they have set his character up to be in this series, it's just wild that they have not been like, yeah, yeah, we want him for 12 more movies. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, man, yeah, so it sounds like... So, yeah, I was reading his quote, basically, yeah, saying, I haven't gotten word, but I would love to come back in a heartbeat type of thing. Then it looks like they were asking, like, is it having to do with the studios? Tom Holland believes that they've already come to an agreement uh, that they're going to keep working together. So at this point, it's just they haven't broached him with it. It Yeah, that's, that mm-hmm. is probably Sony wanting to get one of their Spider-Men back. Cause, so in the mo- upcoming movie... It's is is it pretty much guaranteed at this point that the previous Spider Men are coming back? It's I mean nothing's ever guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'm doing air quotes here. It's yeah. guaranteed the uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. My guess is Sony's pressuring to have one of them come back as the predominant Spider Man because mm. if they come back under Sony's studio head, it would right. be better publicity for them. I could see that, but I mean Tobey Maguire is not going to do it. No. Not for they, all the money in the world. They had to offer him so much money, yeah. apparently, for he, this. He does and then he asked for more. <laughs> yeah. And What's then, his issue with being Spider-Man? I, they, I think when they filmed it originally, it took a big toll on his body. Like He got hurt. He got hurt a bunch. Well, they weren't as good at filming Spider-Man back then. Yeah. <laughs> he's also old man now, essentially. Like He's not going to look That's like... Fair. How, yeah, whole, That's how old fair. is Tobey? Because he was in his 20s, yeah. probably when he filmed it. He's probably 30s then. 40s, I don't know. Too I old to be older falling and breaking Maybe. things. Yeah. He is 45. Yeah, 45. Sheesh. 45 is old to be web-slinging, yeah. even on a CGI rig. Well, yeah. uh, Daniel Craig. And he, yeah, Daniel he's previously said he wants to kill himself. <laughs> he's <doing laughs> Daniel Craig, his quote on leaving the Bourne franchise is... No, um... No, yeah, sorry, the Bond franchise. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that, that'll get you real quick. Yeah, I know. Um, was something like, yeah, I'd rather like just lay, roll around nails or something. Like it was so graphic. Like briefly, I think graphic. it was like slit his wrist type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I think he went full on. I would rather, yeah. I hope a semi just teeters into me. They already did that in the movie. <laughs> yeah. He knows what that's like. Oh man, the uh, he's like I'll get Mads Mikkelsen to do what he did in the movie in real life. <laughs> oh, oh, the ball! Oh, that was no. hard. that was hard to watch. That was, that, that was so hard. To watch. Every every guy watches like 
Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, Toby Bar's out. They're giving Andrew Garfield back. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield like wanted to do some I'm things sure. with the characters yeah. that like I, I don't remember all the details, so I don't really want to speak on it. But yeah. uh, that a lot of fans were like, we don't want him to continue to be Spider Man. <laughs> I don't have like too much of an issue with him. He just was. He was the cool Peter Parker. He was too cool to be. Peter yeah, Parker. he was. <laughs> Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker, and Andrew Garfield was the best Spider Man. But also, and, like Spider Man that kills people and or is like kind of an asshole. Andrew Garfield doesn't come off as meek enough. Yeah, right. He's not um, vulnerable when he's not Spider Man. Well, and so that's kind of what I'm getting at is yeah. Peter Parker plays this very meek person. Yeah, but Spider Man is supposed to be like this wisecracking, web slinging yeah. character. Like, it's it's two different personas almost in the comics mm-hmm. between the two people. And I think Tom Holland plays that. Like, I think he plays a great. Yeah, yeah, he plays a very gawky, awkward kid, but he's not, you know, quite as mute as Tobey Maguire was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he still plays a great Spider-Man because he's quippy, but he has so much more confidence when he's able to kind of, as a character, stretch his legs and run into a car fast enough to crumple the front of it. Like... <laughs> Makes sense. Um, oh, do you find something? Yeah. So wait, the new deal they made the Disney Marvel paid twenty five percent to co-finance No Way Home to obtain a quarter of the equity stake. Uh, the deal also mentioned that Spider Man would appear in one further Disney Marvel movie. So this isn't the end of his contract. He's got one more movie. Well, does he have one more movie, or is it like he's going to cameo in Doctor Strange? I would assume it'd be like an Avengers thing. I, I mean, yeah, but yeah, you know what I, yeah, we're saying. I guess, thing. yeah, yeah. It's not so not a Spider-Man movie, right? That be. would be my guess because otherwise everybody would be saying like, "Well, this obviously isn't the end." Right. Now that makes sense. Um, but what do we know? Maybe nothing. Honestly, absolutely nothing. This, this would this exact conversation is the Disney machine just like working. Like, they, us talking about it is just drawing up more excitement for Disney to then add him back and us to all go, oh, they did the thing we all wanted that we were going to pay the money for. We played ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. No time. I am happy. Feed me the slop. I don't care. <laughs> and that's why I pitched that show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the trash, not trash. Yeah. Mm. I do remember adding Under the Skin. That's a movie where... Uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson is a um, alien who comes to Earth. Okay, um, I'm in. You sold to... me. <laughs> when I hear "Under the Skin," I think Silence of the Lambs, not Alien to Earth. It, well, she's impersonating a human. Um, I was I was worried it'd be a horror thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was in, and she preys on uh, dudes in it, uh, which honestly, worst ways to go out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, it was international, but it was a uh, Scottish film, if I remember right. 2013. Um, that was by yeah. a book. I might have to read that at some point. I probably won't. Um, <laughs> finish, finish your own. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so is that everything we wanted to cover on Tom Holland's contract? I don't think we know anything else to talk exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't know anything going into the conversation to, to begin with. True. Um, you wanted to talk WandaVision? Yeah, I was just going to see if you were watching it or if you would watch it or if you were going to watch it leading up to the finale. I, uh, have not gotten to, to it yet. I saw the first episode. Mm-hmm. 
really was on board, which I know a lot of people were like, I was on board at episode three or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I was like, okay, yeah, this is weird. I want to see where it goes. Um, and then I have had zero time to Fair. dive back into it because I want to binge a couple episodes. Fair. I pretty much went, I didn't start at one. <laughs> I started when they, I think it was four and I've watched a bit of five, six, seven. But I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I haven't seen any. Uh, do you know what the WandaVision? Loosely. Yeah, so Wanda, one of her powers, or her powers came from the Reality Stone in Avengers. Mm. Uh, or did they? Well, the red thing. Like, isn't that the Reality Stone? Or did they retcon it in the show? They might have done. Oh, I don't know. They might not have. We'll get there. You all know. Here. <laughs> but it's... it's Oh, wait, now that they acquired Fox, they're going to make it a mutant thing, probably. Oh. But, um, <laughs> so, they the, they couldn't have the X-Men in the uh, any of the Avengers movies because Fox still owned the rights. And then when Fox wouldn't sell, Disney bought Fox. Uh, power move. Power <laughs> You're right. Oh, absolutely power move. <laughs> Big power move. Uh, I love it. They really put the D in Disney. Yeah. <laughs> the big, the big, that big uppercase D as well. <laughs> they, uh... Yeah, I mean, Scarlet Witch's origins have changed, like, 15 times. It's yeah. been retconned, retconned so many times. She's a mutant, and she's the, not. The, she's the predominant not. one is that she's a kid of Magneto. Yeah. Um, or I guess that's the... Yeah, I guess predominant's probably the right word. But up until, obviously, the MCU retconned it, and now the MCU's Whatever. had more eyes on it than any House of M comic ever did. Yeah. Um, but uh, my guess is, so... One of the upcoming movies is called Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to bring in a whole lot of characters from properties they've acquired since the Avengers started. So I'm thinking X-Men Mutants. Wanda's going to be in it. Hmm? Scar- WandaVision, or Wanda's going to be in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen's... Cast for it? Cast in... It's a in, nice arsenal of characters to have in your quiver. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They, they finally name-dropped Scarlet Witch. Up until now, no one has ever called her Scarlet Witch in the MCU. Really? Yeah. That's all the only way. Generated? The only way you would ever know it is from the credits. And knowing that she's uh, uh, Wanda Romanoff. Yeah. Yeah. The the credits at the end. Not Romanoff. Uh, uh, Maximoff. Maximoff. Because yeah, that's Natasha Romanoff. Yes. Too many Russians. Too many. Are they still making like whatever happened to the Black Widow movie? That's that, a great question. Did that disappear? <laughs> I think it. Did, did it? Wait, I don't did know. It come out? If that's out already, I'm going to be kind of disappointed that we're not reviewing that right now because it looks so good. I just Googled David Harbour instead of <laughs> Black Widow. Um, it's coming out this year, I think. Like they pushed it back. And I just Googled uh, Black Harbour. I'm oh, May, May 7th. <laughs> May 7th, 2021. Where is it being released to? Probably um, theaters. And then probably joint release. Probably theaters for two weeks and then joint release. Something came out this week that was a joint release. PVOD. That was that was another topic I wanted to talk about on here. Was what are your thoughts about movies being released and the platforms that are being released on during a pandemic? Any thoughts, John? It's kind of like the same reason Blockbuster went defunct. There is a certain nostalgia that I think we in our mid twenties have for going to the movies as children. It is kind of a air quote magical experience. Mm-hmm. When you're a child, it loses some of its magic mm. when you're an adult and you're more bothered by the people around you and you're not as immersed in the experience yep. of a 30-foot screen and booming sound because 
Now we can get a lot better quality stuff at home with the screens and with the speakers that a lot of people have at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it just, from a practicality standpoint, it makes more sense to do some of those big movies at home. Now that's yeah. absolutely fair. My counterpoint would be, like, I want to, for the rest of time, I want um, to see my Mission Impossible movies in theaters. I went to see Mission Impossible Midnight Release in IMAX with my brother. Mm-hmm. Because it's wild. Yeah. Like, you're not going to experience that at home. It's mm. amazing. Right. And it's right. worth it for some things. But to have... I don't think every movie should be released A movie theaters. theater that people are expected to go to once a month for a movie? I don't see that happening like no. it did, you know, five years ago even. Right. I, I think... Um, what was the movie that just came out on Netflix? Um, I Really Do Care with Peter Dinklage and the girl from Gone Girl. Oh, no clue. Uh, it's it's like a legal movie, kind of. This girl's abusing the elderly or something. Um, drama? Yeah. It's drama, like... At no point See, that can I be need... watched at home. Exactly. Absolutely. I would really get involved in it, and I could enjoy it. I think your Avengers, your... Uh... Yeah, like Endgame is the last movie Endgame, I saw yeah. in theater. Yeah. Your like, Lord of the Rings, your... Uh... The epics. But the problem is, though, you can't keep a movie theater open right. for just right. the big right. ones. Right. Well, and I think... It's what I think... Unless happening. you want to pay way more. <laughs> Honestly, well, yeah. you've seen they've been charging like $50... For some of these PVODs, obviously people are paying oh, it. Yeah. So, it's like move wait, on. Wait, are you saying fifty dollars for the home release? Yeah, yeah. I think that's reasonable. Right, because, because it's you assumed know it's you more. have at least four people there. Right, and that is the same price you're going to pay at Regal. But if you're going to pay, if you're going to think about it that way, without the without that assumption, you say, okay, it obviously means that people are willing to spend this on a movie. Therefore, you can you if you had what I think winds up happening. We're in Atlanta, a major metropolitan. Mm -hmm. We've got God knows how many AMCs, probably 20. If they bump it down to six and up the price to $20 for a movie ticket, I think that AMC stays in business. It's livable. It's not going to boom yeah. like it did. No, I, think boom I don't think there's ever coming yeah. back but, um, like it used to be. I think, I think if you somehow can like further improve the movie going experience like they've some of them have done stuff to improve it like the your cine bistros where you, oh, you yeah, got a, a dinner and a yeah, couch having a full service bar yeah that's Smart move. that's mm -hmm. a good move yeah but you but can only like, go so far with it because i have that at home right that's yeah, a little that's more work so it's a different but kind of movie goer you're going for the big screen still yeah that's a good and one. then to get the the food and service that you would find at home yeah but it's like do they make it an enclosed thing essentially where you can still see the screen but you can't hear the other jackasses beside you or yes that's what bothers me no. it takes you out of the moment nothing like, is like worse really than somebody at Cine Bistro yeah. next being like two seats over eating barbecue mac and cheese oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah I used to be a bitch yeah you, all you're thinking is wop <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm perfectly happy to pay more to watch something the day it comes out at home. And in theory, I don't know what the sales have been for the last few that they've released on HBO or Netflix that people had to pay a premium for. But if the volume of tickets purchased, if you will, a ticket being purchased, you know, pay-per-view at home, is it all comparable? 
or even close to the sales of tickets in theaters, they're making way more. The studios are making way oh, more yeah. because they're literally cutting out a middleman. Absolutely. And if you're doing it through like a Disney Plus, you're already having to subscribe to the service mm -hmm. and then pay another bit on. Mm -hmm. They've got your money month to month and a little surplus every now and Although then. I guess like let's say you're Warner Brothers and then you release it through Netflix. I guess Netflix is now well, no. regal. Netflix is now the middleman. And that's what we're going to run into is actually Warner Brothers would just go through HBO because they well, own it. No, 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 but no, you're no, right. No, but no, you're right point. if you're a studio that doesn't have access to yes. an in-house. So that's what I was going to say is that's a very they're point. all going to do it. Yeah. We're going to see every yeah. what studio's yeah. streaming service. My understanding right now of it is and this obviously is dated information, um, is that the studios do already understand that they can't afford to exclusively go to uh, yeah. home releases, that the numbers aren't there. Yeah. Yet. Yet. You could put I a mean, caveat yet is the big asterisk. I think we'll see a hybridized system where it's a month in theaters, PVOD after that. Yeah, I can um, see that. Because then you get, there's there's no loss for the studio to do that. Um, yeah. Because sales probably dip after, right? Ways. And then it probably goes to like I was saying, the movies get slightly more expensive. Mm -hmm. Half well, your theaters close. I wonder how much you'll lose on the hype since it's not a fresh movie. By the time I get to watch it, if I choose to only watch movies at home, That's maybe I've lost my desire to watch it after hearing two people be like, "Yeah, it was okay," yeah. but I would have watched it in theaters, or I would have watched it if it were immediately available to me at home. Well, and here's where I think they, that I think that just leads to them being choosy about which ones go to theaters. Right. Like it'll be James Bond this year, uh, but they're not going to. See that I'm going to watch dinosaur. whether it's in theaters or at home. Right. Yeah, but if it's something I'm on the fence about, I'm probably not going to watch it if I hear someone talk about having seen it in theaters gonna, and not loved it. Are you going to pay money as well then? At home. Yeah. Not unless I heard really exactly. good things. Mm -hmm. So they're so I think it should be a simultaneous release, and you can right. choose which way you want to see it. Because we talked about there being fewer theaters, mm -hmm. you don't have to support as many theaters as we have. I do hope that the old legacy theaters in Atlanta don't go under over all this. Uh, yeah, like there's one near us called Plaza mm -hmm. that uh, about a month and a half ago. Now it's probably been two and a half months now. I went and saw John Carpenter's thing on film. Ah. That was cool. That was an experience. That was, I, it was twenty dollars for a ticket, and it was a twenty five dollar experience. Yeah, I think <laughs> those type of things will stick around just because it's got the novelty or not novelty, but the, the right. extra. They, they're not competing with new movies. They're they're doing a whole different thing, and obviously, if they're still staying afloat at this point in the pandemic, yeah. then they've obviously got something that people are willing to pay for that keeps them afloat. So, um, for years, I've been going to the drive in theater. That's oh, wow. down Starlight. on the south side. Yeah, and. Um, I loved it, and it was mediocrely busy. You know, there were 100 cars there on a Saturday night, you know, three years ago. But um, I passed it a couple weeks at, weekends ago, and it was filled to the brim, half a mile line to get in from the street. Really? Absolutely packed. So you think and we're going to see a resurgence know, in drive-ins? It's a garbage parking lot with garbage everything, but you watch a movie from your car with whatever you brought in your car to watch the movie with. Hmm. Honestly, that does sound like a rad experience. But it's a hoot. It's way more fun than, for me, going to a theater. But, again, that's kind of a user-specific thing because there are a lot of people I can't that are not going to want to... Yeah, a lot of people are not going to want to go to a drive-in theater. But it's another option. Yeah. They were killing it. Mm-hmm. I actually... I don't hate the idea of uh, drive-in theaters coming back. That seems like a lot of fun. It's kind of a classy date. If, you know, both of yeah. you are okay with that style of date. I yeah, mean, you can throw it back, mark it as like a vintage experience type of thing. Vintage, yeah. that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that honestly, that seems like a lot of fun. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I don't hate the idea. We should wait for a good release to come out at Starlight and uh, no, try it out. No, 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 trying to get everybody to do the same schedule as how we wound up with the two month <laughs> hiatus. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We'll do it unrelated to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> we won't hinge recording an episode on it. That'd be a, a segment. Have we gone to do to do it again? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> A very brief segment. And we get everybody lined up and actually doing the thing. Once it's yes, we'll say, all right, cool, we'll talk about it. <laughs> not, oh, well. It's like red light, green light, yellow light. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, we've got, we were talking WandaVision. Mm-hmm. With that ending, we do have an upcoming show coming out in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm very hyped to watch that. I'm, I, I'm hyped to watch WandaVision. I am way more hyped to watch this. Same. <laughs> I don't know. Any care? Fair. <laughs> Alright. It's uh, going to be two characters. It's going to be very espionage and apparently it's going to be the most like physical graphicness uh, like violence wise of anything that has come out of Marvel to date. I can believe it. Just yeah. kind of like R rating? No. Or no, just, no, no. Just, just like I mean, TV fight scene stuff but like yeah. good action. A lot of action. How is it going to be different than Avengers? There is violence in Avengers. What are we talking I about? I honestly, I, like, as I thought about what they were saying with that, so these two uh, heroes don't strictly have, they, you know, I mean, Falcon can fly, but it's more like he's a, he's just a really good-shaped dude. Winter Soldier's a really good-shaped dude with a bionic arm. And some super sol- soldier serum. Yeah, and uh, the knockoff ru- Russian version. Yeah. Um, but, like, they're going to be in combat where it's more like, Breaking wrists and doing, you know, like they're gonna be in hand to hand combat. Yeah, it's brutal. It's not gonna be Iron Man shooting a laser from across the screen at a CGI purple Shrek and launching him off into the distance. Hand to hand versus an airstrike. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. those are very different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be more in your face. John Wick violence. Yes, that, that's exactly what it is. That is, exactly. is a little hard to watch for a lot of people because mm-hmm. yeah. it's a lot easier to watch someone get shot with a laser. And you yep. don't, because one, that doesn't happen. You, yeah, today. your suspension of disbelief says, oh, yeah. I'm watching like, a movie. It's never going to happen to you. Yeah. But you watch John Wick break someone's neck and you're like, oh, oh. my God. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Keanu Reeves, the nicest man on earth, is really capable of some things. You can go yeah. full law abiding citizen on you. <laughs> Unless you know you're breathtaking, then take your breath away by breaking your neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I think it'll be so good. Yeah, I like I like Anthony. I like their characters' chemistry too because they kind of don't like each other, but they yes. do. Like it's a begrudging like acceptance that they're both good. There's there's a, in one of the trailers they put out. There's like at the very end they're in a, a couples counseling essentially type thing, <laughs> military couples counseling yeah. like work together type of thing. So it's like look each other in the eyes, B- blink. Blink, damn it. What are you, five? <laughs> staring contest. Yeah, it's, it's that type of shit. That sounds good. That yeah. sounds really good. So. Q, do I have your Disney Plus or is that Bannisters that I'm logged in on? On Bannisters. the TV? Okay. Yeah. yeah, John. So we have access to it to watch it when well, it comes out. Good deal. Don't have to go anywhere. Um, Even better. <laughs> <laughs> and since I don't think any of us really know too much more about what's coming out no, with that. No, other just, than just excited. Yeah. <laughs> We're just generally excited people. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, 
Uh, let's get to the, that that line item as the last one since that deviates from movies. Yeah, I was going to say, should we go yeah. with the next thing that we're excited about coming out? Yes, yeah, Snyder Cut. <laughs> also excited I, about the Snyder Cut. I, I heard something recently, though. Apparently it ends on a fucking massive cliffhanger for a thing I that, like that absolutely won't happen. I like that. I love that. The slimmest chance that this happened, there's even a slimmer <laughs> chance that this thing ever gets wrapped up. I'm like, damn it, just you know, make it end properly. I think my only disappointment with the Snyder Cut that we've learned so far is that we're not getting it as a uh, six-part. Yeah, it's all one now. They were like, oh, it'll be uh, really soon parts. And they said, no, nah, we're just going to give you everything at once. Which, I, God, I wouldn't, like... Which, you know, means they couldn't figure out how to end it, how to transition so yeah. are they just leaving a cliffhanger so as not to paint themselves into a corner, or is there some better reason? Snyder wants to make a, a sequel to it. There, okay. His original plan was Superman, Batman v Superman, the, this, Justice League 1 and Justice League 2. He's trying to put the studio in a position where they need him to make Justice League 2. Where people are demanding it. But that means this has to be good. If it's not good, not and happening. Also, John, in case you haven't been following this, which I don't think you probably have... This is a movie that has already been released, that is being remade. Strong move, right? Not easy First to pull time, off. I think ever. <laughs> yeah, I, we, yeah, we were talking about this the other day, and I meant to do a little bit more research on it, and ran out of time. Here's some reviews, so you can see how great it did originally. Are they reshooting, or are they just they, re-editing and doing a real fancy job? Little column A, little column B. Yeah, they so, uh, um. The first one, you could tell, like, looking at Zack Snyder's yeah. previous works um, and kind of knowing the direction he likes to take with things and his very vocalness about the studio stepping in, that the yeah. studio was he- – one thing you'll learn the more that you watch movies is that the more a studio touches it, the worse it gets. Typically. Yeah. Almost always, unless it's George Lucas. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He's the exception that proves the rule. Basically, they just crushed the creativity. The the first Justice, the original Justice League is half a Snyder film and half a Joss Whedon film. Yeah. So take the Avengers and a dark, gritty Superman. Yeah. Put them together, <laughs> and it's like a oh, there's two different things going on here. It really the movie didn't really know what it wanted to be. It wanted it was set in like this very gritty environment with like these characters who were being quippy, but like. In yeah, situations that didn't really feel like they merited quippiness. Yeah. See, I like the grit a lot more than the flashy yeah. side of things. I just like it to be consistent. Yeah. Like, but I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, g- right. give me the Avengers being quippy or give me a really dark – give me Man of Steel. Would you say Deadpool is quippy? Uh, Deadpool is something else entirely to me. Like, it's, I, it's Quippy. Deadpool is like a quippy, dark comedy type thing. Yeah, I think it... Well, not there really. is it's some surprising. grit and a lot yeah. of wit. Deadpool's unlike anything else out there. I, I'd give that to you. But they, they marry it properly. Yes. Yeah. Ah, so this is like an ugly marriage. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is... Uh, this is... Someone was drawing something on the board left and someone else came and just tried to make their art fit with, with their it. non-dominant hand yeah one might say it's what rian johnson did to uh jj abrams star wars some would say <laughs> yeah Ugh. that's rough yeah that hmm. thank god for the mandalorian <laughs> saving the star wars ip essentially <laughs> i mean really how many if Mandalorian hadn't been good, how many more mess-ups do you think could occur before Star Wars IP was it? We gone? wouldn't we wouldn't see any a Star Wars movie for like 
at least to two decade. decades. Yeah, yeah. Decade you think two, two de- decades or two? Yeah. I, I think I think they would have held off for a long time. Um, um, yeah, but I'm uh, hyped about this. I'm also very hyped about Justice League. I also heard recently that they're doing a J.J. Abrams led Superman reboot. J.J. No. Abrams led. Oh yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they're doing it with the guy who wrote. He has written previous Black Panther comics, and they're going to do a Black Superman apparently. Okay, I was going to say I haven't heard. So there's a no new word on character the or a new take on an existing character. I don't know actually. Well, so Earth Three Superman is black in the comics, um, so it could potentially be him, or they could just say, "This is your new Superman." It's kind of going to be up to them. Well, I, I think it's... Might be Earth 2. I think it's a little... It's up in the air on what it's going to be. There's talk of it being that. There's mm-hmm. talk of it sticking with uh, Henry Cavill, I think. Wait, or should I... Am I looking at the wrong thing? I might be looking at the wrong thing. Oh, no. Because <laughs> uh, um, Henry Cavill... Oh, so Superman. Henry Cavill does want to come back as Superman. Yeah, I think he he's a great Superman. He has a really good Superman look. Yeah, if like, you're just going off of <laughs> what I hate for him is he he like, looks like the character from the book come to life. Yeah, yeah. he's he is his legacy as Superman is going to be totally marred by the fact that he was partnering with a director who wanted to make a Superman movie. He's the perfect Superman for like that uh, the Justice League animated series. Yeah, yeah that Superman to come to life, um, which was a much more like bright, positive, um, mm-hmm. all American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a single, uh, a single, a one-dimensional character who was just wholly for justice and, like, unflappable. Pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Like, the Superman that Zack Snyder wanted to make should have been Daniel Craig. Like, even at Daniel yeah. Craig's age, it should have been an older, grittier Superman who uh, had seen some shit. He begrudgingly does the right thing. Yeah. 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 Actually... I'll take cut cut the check Warner Brothers. I want to write this movie. <laughs> so I was wrong in that uh, I don't know what I was wrong about, but yeah, you're you're right. It's it's being talked about as a Black Superman story, but it's going to be a probably separate affair. Yeah, I like. I don't care one more another, but I I do like the idea of Henry Cavill coming back if we can yeah. reboot the universe. Because he is such a perfect cast for it. Absolutely. And, like, Henry Cavill in, like, everyday life is the right amount of goofy to play Clark Kent if they let him. Absolutely. Like, he wouldn't really have to act. No. No, he's he's perfect for it. I mean, there's a video of him building a computer, and it's like, no, I I didn't do that right. (laughs) Him shaking his head like, "Uh oh, no, 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 no. I've never seen him in an interview or any reality stuff with him. I don't uh, know his personality. There's a good guy. What's Sounds the interview adorable. where he's like, are you kidding me? Both. Oh, yeah. There was one that's like Xbox or PlayStation, computers. He comes back with saying computer or something, PC. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember what exactly it is, but... It, yeah. They ask him about a particular video game franchise or something, and he's like, are you kidding me? I've played both. Nice. Like, he's, he's actually a super personal dude, but it's hilarious. He's got to be a gazillionaire. Given oh, the movies sure. he's been in, yeah. and he has he lives in like a very quaint old house in England with like flower drape, <laughs> flowery <Yeah>. drapes, like <laughs> like by himself. Yeah, 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 no, because he's come out and said that he's like nervous to like date anybody because he's like I forgot what his reasoning was behind it, but it like it's very it's a it was because a very, of his notoriety. 
I don't think it was necessarily that, uh, but, but I could totally be wrong. I'm going to see if I can't find it really quickly. I would understand um, that. Oh. Uh, apparently, at some point, he was engaged in 2011. Uh, that was many moons then ago. Then that was called off pretty shortly after. And then maybe in 2012. Oh, my God. They're, dating... attack, they're take, going after him for dating Gina, Gina, Gina Carano yeah. way back in the day. What's wrong with this person? Gina Carano got canceled for uh, being outspokenly right-wing in a uh, left-wing-dominated environment. Yeah. Putting, oh. uh, basically saying conservatives are being persecuted to a degree of the yeah, that was Yeah, that was a tough it, thing to hear. It but. was, uh, I got her message, but it said not the best way. <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of like, like listening to Donald Trump at any point in time. I understand what I think you want to say, but I don't think you just said what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you understand what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You, but. you could have put this more tactfully. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she compared people to Holocaust survivors. Be, Bold being conservative. Yeah, being conservative. To being, to being, in, being a Jew in Germany before the Holocaust. Sorry. Not bold. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Just, just <laughs> not stupid great. and incorrect. <laughs> yeah. A lot of analogies out there. That's not a good one. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't a great take. Especially for someone who's been under fire previously for putting out dumb shit on social media. At that point, don't use your personal social media. I mean, Make another account or have someone else handle it. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you not have a... Like, if I am at that point, I'm not having any social media on my phone. Everything goes through a filter person. Yeah. yeah. Who has I'm different pictures. views than you. Yeah. yeah. I'm sending pictures to my agent and I'm going, hey, you know... Green light and post whatever is good to post. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's what Rogan was doing at some point. He, that's smart. His, uh, all of his social media was he was texting his manager and his manager was uploading it. Yeah. It's still your words, yeah. but you can't stupid yourself into a situation. Yeah, exactly. You, you had one person going, dude, that, dude, we, no. No, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Joe, put down the weed. We're going to talk this one out in an hour. <laughs> that's smart. Um, okay, but still... Poor Henry Cavill has nothing to do with him. Yeah, they're not married. Yeah, no, no. But back to Henry Cavill. Just I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see him. This yeah. be his last uh, Superman movie. Yeah, I don't want it to be his last movie. Either. Oh, it'll be a black suit Superman. Yeah, I can't wait for that. It'll be weird seeing someone not Daniel Craig being uh, 007 because he's who I've seen. Fair. I'm okay with Idris Elba as a cast. I oh, think that'd be I amazing. love him. No, I, I like him. I, he has a strong masculine presence in a movie. Right. I think he'd be great. It'll just be different seeing someone well, who's not. They had a cast it or something, but I just think that that's, that's my front runner. What, what is he doing next? He's... I think Tom Hardy's another good cast. Ooh. Yeah, he but Tom is... Hardy puts on a voice every everything he does. He is. <laughs> that's my issue with Every Every June scene he's in. He has a vendetta against Tom, funny voice Tom Hardy. I, I love Tom Hardy, but every every time he's got just like a little twinge of a weird voice. Oh um, that seems picky. I think Tom Hardy brings so much grit. My he does bring to a lot what of grit. He does. My question is: Is Idris, Idris Elba getting too old to want to play? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he, forty-eight. He looked pretty great in the Ford commercial two weeks ago. Fair. No, I mean, <laughs> I, nothing I mean, against him. Idris Elba will look good until the day he dies, probably. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I mean, hey, if he wants to do it, good on him. I to, support to him. To quote Idris Elba, "I'm Black Superman." Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Hobbs awesome. and Shaw, dude. Have you not seen Hobbs and Shaw? No. I'm going to make you watch that. What is that, Fast and Furious 8? You need to watch Hobbs and Shaw. So this is the other thing that I pitched you. Is that Fast and Furious 8 or is it? No, it's a separate thing. Yeah. 
It's like Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, uh, but okay, it yeah. actually is getting a sequel. No, I would watch <laughs> it. I just never got around to clicking play. I would enjoy it. You know what I think is wild? I imagine. Aaron Eckert, that's his name, right? That's uh, the guy Solo. who... Solo... It... I don't no, think so. I don't think so. <laughs> um, no, it's something... Solo. No, that's... Oh, that is definitely not who I couldn't be more wrong. Aaron Eckert is... Two-Face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Han Solo actor. Yeah, I mean, you get Han Solo so many times on this. Alden, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to be okay with that miss. <laughs> Wasn't very close, but, you know. <laughs> but, like, those are two very, like, not normal names. Uh, Aaron is. But of, of the four words involved in both of those names, that is the only normal thing. Yeah. That's fair. But Alden Ehrenreich... Uh, and we're just going to assume that that's how that's pronounced. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> actually, like, didn't sound anything like Han Solo. I mean, didn't sound anything like um, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah. Didn't um, look like him. Really captured Han Solo. Yeah, he made the character his own. He, he took it on as his own type of yeah, thing. Yeah, and did a really good job. Absolutely. And I hate that Han like, Solo took risks that, I think I've said this like eight times on the podcast, uh, that... I, it's unfortunate because they won't go out on a limb and do it again. Well, Solo, Solo bombed because of The Last Jedi. Yes. Fans were like, I don't like the way that this is going. The direction I'm not going to go this. see a Star Wars movie because of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, it didn't get it, it got It got stuck in a, a spiral of bad press around another thing uh, that it was loosely associated with. That's yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Uh, huge bummer because... I could have watched... I want Darth Maul in live action again. <laughs> I know! I, dude, I could have watched it until the day I died. Like, back to Feed Me the Slop. I am the lowest common denominator of pleasing me with a movie. <laughs> um, that should be the segment instead of trash. <laughs> the lowest common denominator. Oh, no, it sounds demeaning. Trash. That's the point. My taste is demeaning. <laughs> We're demeaning him, if anything. <laughs> Uh, I've only seen one movie I've hated ever. Ah, <laughs> uh, hated is strong. There are plenty of things you've seen. I'm sure that you were like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like I definitely have seen things that I was mad on, yeah. but like I've truly not seen anything that I was like I would have gotten up out of the theater because it just wasn't worth your hour. It was Benjamin Button. It wasn't worth the like eight hours <laughs> that it felt like. I think that's that's just, that movie just was not for you as well. <laughs> yeah, that movie cannot be more unlike what I'm interested in too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but jumping to the next thing. Yeah. Jason Zudeikis with the greatest award reception I've ever seen. I'm here for it. I am <laughs> so here for it. So I didn't actually watch it, but the things hmm. he said, did they make sense? No, they were completely incoherent. He was like, yeah, See, I, I like to read my kids at night. Me. <laughs> see, I'm out on that. If he's not high and making sense, I don't want to see it and I don't really respect it. Yeah. In a formal setting. If he wants to put some stuff up on YouTube, <laughs> that's different. You know? High times with Jason and put it up on YouTube, do it. There's a Vulture article that says, that feeling when Jason Sudeikis' edibles hit just before his Golden Glove speech. <laughs> so if anyone doesn't know, yeah. He was he won Best Actor for something. And, what was uh, it? Uh, I think Best Comedy. Yeah, Ted Lasso for comedy. Yep. Okay. And, um, uh, 
Which, shocker, Where? he was against Eugene Levy for Shit's Creek. Really? And Shit's Creek has been steamrolling everything. Yeah. That's why Jason Sudeikis did edibles. He didn't think he was going to win. That's a good point. <laughs> he was preparing himself for the letdown of losing. He's wearing a, a hoodie. Yeah, he yeah. was in sweats. Yeah, it's Eugene kind of Levy was wearing a suit. At least he has a killer mustache. He does have a nice mustache and a little bit of uh, some shadow going on. Like, <laughs> he just looks like he's having a great time. And that's why I'm here for The him. lighting is uneven. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, Don Cheadle. I've never been more upset with a person than Don Cheadle trying to tell him to wrap it up. <laughs> because I was like, dude, this is amazing. You let this keep going. Like, this is the one time. After this, Sudeikis will never make this mistake again. We need to see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, based on what he's wearing, the fact that he took edibles, that he was sitting at home going, you know what, I'm not sure if I'm going to like even show up to this thing. I'm going to lose to Eugene Levy on this. Maybe I just throw on a movie, sit with my kids, uh, and just get deep into some Funyuns. He was like, you know what, I'll tune in. Then he wins and he goes, shit, I'm high <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Has he said anything since this happened? Was this today or yesterday? This was last night, I think. Yeah. So has he tweeted so, or said anything today? I have no that idea. That might let us know how he feels about so it. Ted Lasso is an Apple TV Plus exclusive? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, apparently it's amazing. Um, it has made me tempted to get Apple TV Plus. I'm not getting Apple TV Plus, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but you could watch the Billie Eilish movie, if that's your the thing. The what? <laughs> They just what? did a documentary on her. I guess. Um, Shit's Creek's pretty good. <laughs> I, I was just reading, apparently, Shit's Creek had never gotten a single Golden Globe nomination until its sixth and final season. Huh. Really? So they got snubbed for it, just so Jason Sudeikis could be high on TV. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a fair trade, but it's the trade we got. <laughs> it's not the trade we wanted, but it's the trade we deserve. Uh, Happy this Mary year, 2021. Yeah, I guess so. I love, uh, you know, fuck you, CNN. Uh, Jason Sudeikis and the nominees who nailed the Golden Globes virtual meeting. I'm like, like, no, don't shit talk Jason Sudeikis. He did what everybody wants to do on a Zoom call. (laughs) He just had the balls to do it. And the total unpreparedness to think he was going to win. I mean, so I just that's article, a good image. I just opened the article and it says, Jason Sudeikis, fashion realist. <laughs> the two formally dressed hosts of the show with Jason Sudeikis looking like a goon behind them. Absolutely. Hair a little disheveled, hoodie on, tie-dye hoodie. Mm-hmm. Doing great. So I mentioned earlier before we started recording that I equate this a little bit to Shia LaBeouf in the Fast Times at Ridgemont High table read that came out a few months ago with the celebrities. So a lot of them were really put together. They were in their homes. It's obviously far less casual than an award show. But Shia LaBeouf became the character high in his car. However, huge difference. He nailed it, was coherent, read every line perfectly in character. It was uncanny how great of a job he did while high. Then there's Jason Sudeikis. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how else do you think uh, Shia LaBeouf got through even Stevens? I think Shia LaBeouf made it through yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. If you're gonna come That's in there, music video, looking real goofy, yeah. you better be really on your A game. Yeah, you know, goofy but good. What I, Jason Segus did seems less than lovely. That is a totally fair and responsible take. Yes, 
But I, I hate totally understand. I totally understand loving someone coming in on a formal show, looking like a nut, <laughs> bouncing down the stairs. That's awesome. I just, I, I just love that somebody did it. Like, <laughs> they did the thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got anything more we want to bring up on this? Because uh, I don't think he's had any press release. I'm also, scrolling through the other ones. You think, I look forward you think to the next virtual award show. Yeah. yeah. You think Olivia Wilde was sitting in that crowd going, "I could have been." Getting baked with Jason Sudeikis. Absolutely. Everyone, in the, everyone that was there was they like, used to date. man, we could have been... Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis used to be dating Olivia Watt. That makes more sense. <laughs> She's going, I'm missing out now. Yep. Oh, man. Um, well, this, this one's moving away from... Uh, You're really movies. going with any knowledge on this one. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that much about it, honestly. Well, then we'll just make it super brief. But uh, Tiger got into a car accident. We're still waiting on lab results to see yeah. uh, if there were any substances involved. Uh, really, Tiger being my all-time golf hero. Uh, not my all-time marriage hero. Um, <laughs> Clouds your perception well, of the incident? No, just my main reason why I wanted to even bring it up is oh. like... it. God, I really hope it's not the end of Tiger's career because of the way that he revolutionized and changed the career. Honestly, he's probably the only reason that golf is still popular because it was just old white dudes who were fat and yeah. just happened to play very well. Well, you saw um, there was a tournament this week and a lot of people dressed in his red and black. Yeah. So obviously people acknowledge Retro what he's tribute. done yeah. you know, and care about him. So yeah. that's nice. However, it is, if nothing else, suspicious that one person gets in this many accidents or has this many issues well he's all this is his first car accident i think uh apart from when his wife at least his second at least his his second if not third his second was his wife throwing his golf clubs through his front windshield no didn't he drive into a tree or something did he drive into a tree he he drove uh intoxicated he he had a dui as well oh yeah yeah, okay at some point yeah but uh you know mistakes happen from the headlines i'm reading right now not a DUI mistake. Won't face know. charges as sheriff says car crash, dot, dot, dot. Okay. <laughs> Did you click on the link? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was wondering where the dot, dot, dot came from. Oh, uh, sheriff says car crash was an accident. Okay. I, I think, I, I don't know if we're going to get anything from this. I think it's Was he too lazy to do the DUI report? <laughs> Maybe. Because a lot of officers are just not about doing the work it takes. And Maybe. they don't want to look bad. Giving someone a DUI when other people think they ones. didn't deserve it. Yep. I, there's a lot to lose trying to give Tiger DUI and then he gets out of it somehow. And then they're like, the sheriff's department is after Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he got out of something he should have been convicted for. I mean, well, it, it could be all this. We still don't even know that he had any substances in his system. Yeah. So Nobody knows. I, I, we do need, like, we should proceed with caution and not incriminate somebody in the... Oh, yeah, I'm just saying... Opinion. Too early. You know, general circumstances. A famous person crashes a car. Yeah. Yeah. I think, for, based on what they're saying, it was a high-speed single-car accident. I'm guessing he just locked and control the car and was going too fast. Probably. Yeah. Easy to well, do. if you look at the photo, there's one photo where it looks like he goes off of, like, flat ground, and then there's that one photo. The car. What, yeah. <laughs> that's a yikes. And then there's one photo where you're like, oh, that's actually, like, a 14-foot drop, and there's, like, no shoulder on that road. Right. So, like... To be fair, he could have reached out to change a radio station, gotten one wheel off, and tumbled. Yeah. 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 I'm going to down that. 
basically yeah. down a ravine, essentially. Yeah, they had to crane it out of there. But, yeah. like, when the car's sitting down there in that one shot where it's upside down and you can see the – or it's on its side, yeah. it looks like it's on flat ground until they get the rescue equipment in there. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's way down there. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he, he, he suffered a lot of leg injuries there. I know. That, that's my big fear about him coming back. Yeah. It's saying- God, he was just getting to a point where he's playing good again and, like, really in contention for – a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's it's saying something like uh, suffered coming coming Thank you. Open fractures to both upper and lower portions of his tibia and fibula in the right leg. Damage to the ankle bones and trauma to the muscle and soft tissue of the leg. So that's gonna be a tough one to come back from. Probably. I know. Yeah. I you know this is very selfish, but I'm glad he won in 2019, so we got to see it at least one more time. That's yes. Fair. Hopefully he can do it again. But yeah, yeah, I want him to do it again. I want him to run it back and How more old time. is he? Uh, He's been around for a while. Yeah, he was really young when he got on the tour. He, uh, his first trip to the Masters, 45. Never mind. Yeah. He has a better shot at being uh, 007 than Idris Elba, age-wise. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> his wrong. first time at, huh. on the, at the Masters, would, and now he was playing the amateur day, was uh, when he was 17. Well, that's ridiculous. Okay. Dude, his son, his son is like seven. No, actually, I think he's older than that, but he rips it. Like, Hmm. uh, his son's a better golfer than me now. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wonder if he enjoys it. Um, It's always interesting when people follow him in their very accomplished Charlie Woods is 11 years old and plays better golf than me. You know, just because you're good. I wonder if he's like excited to go play golf with dad. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, that'd be great. It's a lot of pre. I, I it's one of those things. He, I could see him enjoying golf and not enjoying the pressure of being Tiger Woods' son, and yeah. what's involved with that. It's a long intro to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we for the sake of time, we're gonna jump over to our main event. Oh, our main event's gonna be fifteen minutes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, our main event's going to be the uh, basically the same length as the whole, every other segment. Uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, bye, John. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Q, you're getting home way later than we intended. That's all right. <laughs> I can handle this better than some mothers might have. Yes. That and I also watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> Get into that. So, what did we watch? <laughs> the movie we watched this time was Dr. Sleep. A 2019 film that I think was unbelievably slept on. Absolutely. It came out to million reviews. Yeah, I'm looking at the scores right now. It's 73 mm-hmm. on IMDb, 78 on Rotten Tomatoes, 59 on Metacritic. I want to see... So do you use MovieRankings.net? I don't. Uh, it is the guys over at Lights, Camera, Barstool. Uh-huh. Um, and their ranking system, or I guess their searching system for a lot of things, is truly my favorite way of searching mm-hmm. things. And they've got 7,000 movies that they've seen wow. ranked in their database. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Uh, but I'm curious what they gave it. And I probably shouldn't be gassing up other podcast hosts, but fuck it. They do a good job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you got to write off someone's coattails. Plus, yeah. we can SEO it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we were doing that. <laughs> if anybody if anybody was listening to our podcast and hadn't heard, like, what is the slimmest Venn diagram of people who are listening to this but have never heard of Lights, Camera, Marshall? It's got to be non-existent. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 
But they gave it an 84 and 82, and the audience score of 83. Yeah. So very, it's, it's very average film from what a lot of people are saying, essentially. Yeah, well, I, I, I really enjoyed it. 80 is a hell of a score. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's yeah. fair. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, box office. It did $72 million. Um, I don't think they have the budget on here. No, I don't see the budget. Um, the budget was 45 to $55 million. Okay, so uh, it... Mm. It made money. Not as much as they like to see a return for this yeah. kind of movie. Because usually uh, when you look at the budget, that's just like the cost. That doesn't include marketing. Right. Marketing, yeah, you double it. So. Oh, so they might have taken a loss? They might have taken a loss. Um, you typically double it. I don't know how good the marketing campaign was for Dark Well, it was non-existent. Yeah. There, I was mean, th- there was some. This, this got into theaters before I even saw a commercial for it, I felt like. Really? I felt like. Maybe. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I probably did see some advertising for this, but it certainly... It was back in 2019, so... Yeah. Considering um, the amount of advertising that it, it Chapter 2, and Pet Cemetery got... Mm-hmm. This felt non-existent by yeah, comparison. That's fair. I um, think it, the main reason it was on my radar is because I've got a man crush on Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Absolutely. <y'all>, yeah. Which, <laughs> if he's in it, I'll go see it. Which, as we have talked about before, you're still upset with the only thing I've ever said to him in person. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm still upset about that. <laughs> so this was directed by Mike Flanagan, produced by Trevor Macy and John Berg, uh, written by Mike Flanagan, and obviously... Based on Stephen King's Doctor Sleep, book Mm -hmm. of the same title. One of the things I find interesting about this, so it was supposed to be a sequel to both the book The Shining and the movie The Shining, which were incredibly different from each other. Yes. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they were just doing it off of... The movie? Yeah. So verbally, they definitely... I mean, I figured they would use the book as inspiration. Yes. Like... They definitely utilize some things from the book and from the movie. And have you ever read The Shining? No. So in The Shining, they end with burning down the hotel. Oh, okay. And the final confrontation goes back to the site of the hotel and Dr. Sleep. But obviously the hotel's not there. And in this, they They obviously go back to a hotel that wouldn't have existed in the book, Dr. Sleep. Okay. Um, Interesting. But dude, did you see... Uh, I did a little bit of research on the set design because I was like, oh, man, they went back to the hotel. How's the hotel still in that condition? Yeah. They rebuilt the hotel. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Scale for scale, rebuilt the – like wow. just the interiors. Like it's all you yeah. know, in a big studio. No, yeah. That but, makes sense. Uh, one of the things I found super interesting is they built the hotel back to almost the exact specifications of the original. Damn. But when did it feel like a smaller hotel? And yes. a lot of those shots where they walked in the hallways – that's a shooting style thing because yeah. they're the same size. Mike Flanagan's not using as wide of a lens, mm. so the hotel doesn't have this big, broad feeling. It gives you a claustrophobic feeling instead yeah. of this grand, like yeah. It's yeah. You, you get the feeling. Actually, that makes more sense as well because the, in the Shining, it's a living being, quote unquote. Like right. it's it's thriving, it's doing well, it's eating, shining or whatever. In this one, it's hungry. It hasn't eaten in years been left well, to die. That's not so a like, thought, but yes, mm. that is actually a very good, like, that's it's, a great way to think yeah. about it if intentional. Uh, yeah, it just, and because if you look at, I'm guessing if you went back and looked at, like, some shot for shots, like yeah. uh, Rebecca Ferguson walking up the stairs mm-hmm. to uh, Jack Nicholas walking up the stairs, 
and uh, you're you know I bet you you're seeing a lot more of the room on the edges and you're oh, feeling yeah. like he's got a lot more presence in that frame even though it's almost a shot for shot recreation that's crazy yeah. I, I, I didn't think about that when I was watching it but you saying it now I'm like that does yeah, make sense right yeah. back to you absolutely another thing I want to I want to give this movie 110 out of 100 for casting young actors who look similar to their roles yes. and not moth tarkening everything. I will 100% agree with you on that. <laughs> I for a second I was like, "Wow, they got uh like they did some great work making sh- this girl look like Shelley Duvall." Mhm. If they cast, I mean, you're saying yeah, they cast a girl that looked enough like her, like it worked well. Yeah. Same with the the young Danny. Mhm. Yeah. Um the guy who uh Cliff Curtis playing... I think it was Cliff Curtis. Yeah. No, not Cliff Curtis. You're talking um, about Scatman Crothers? Yeah, yeah, the guy who looks like him. Uh, it, he doesn't really look like him or sound like him, but his presence in the scene doesn't pull me out of the scene trying to remember what Scatman Crothers looked like. Right. Carl Lumbly. Yes. Yeah, Cliff, actually, I did like, love Cliff Curtis's uh, role in this movie. Also, didn't know he was from New Zealand. Uh, Wait, who? Cliff? Who am I thinking of? Cliff Curtis is... Oh, Billy. Billy. Billy, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I... I He actually does have a kind of New Zealand-ish look to him. Yeah, I just didn't realize that's oh. what New Zealanders look like. Oh, for for sure. I thought they looked like people in Lord of the Rings. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't all be <laughs> hobbits and elves and... Um, yeah, I mean... In one of the things... So, obviously, you're talking about a Stephen King book, which I'm guessing... Is I'm gonna guess 180,000 words. No, 160,000 words. Uh, you can figure that out. Good on you. I'm not, <laughs> Most I'm books are measured by number of words because they come out in so many different uh, ah, prints. Yeah. Um, 130, uh, 165,000 words. Uh, but uh, yeah, like there, which is a lot of words. Like, that's yeah. a long fucking book. Absolutely. Um, that's probably like a 30-hour read if you're reading at a pretty good clip. Mm-hmm. You got 30 hours to flesh out that story. Yeah. You cram it into two. A lot of people are like, why doesn't Stephen King's stuff translate? I'm like... It's too big. There's your reason. Yeah. They did a really good job here. But one of the things that I think they could have done better with, and again, time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the very beginning, we see Owen McGregor as this alcoholic. Yeah. Really struggling with that, but we never really feel like that comes back to bite him. No, As no, it, it, they definitely rush through in my mind two things. The first one being his alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, you jump from him being a, a child that seems to okay, he's confronting his demons, he's doing all right now, to being, oh my god, he, this man is an asshole. This is a drunk asshole. To being, mm-hmm. and I'm sober. Yeah. And you have that one scene later on where he's like contemplating taking a sip. Yeah, it did. Stops. That one scene just didn't have. And again, time, build up, yeah. yada yada. It didn't have the weight that it felt like it. It didn't have the weight that the director, you know, the director wanted yeah. it to have. And it's a two hour, 32 minute movie. Like, they, you can't put too much more of that stuff in there right. without it being just overly long. Then we would have been bitching about it being bloated. Exactly. Um, um, the only other part that I would have wished they fleshed out more was making the villains actually feel menacing. I... They 
about the only one that I felt was men- the only two that I felt were menacing were um, the two leaders. The, the hat, Rose the hat, Rose the and hat, Crow Daddy. Yeah, and Crow Daddy. Um, the girl that they first recruit in the beginning, mm-hmm. again, Snake Bite, whatever her name was. Yeah. Again, you need more time, and if you had more time, we would call it bloody. But she felt like, and knowing, obviously, knowing what I know from the book, mm-hmm. she had a little bit more. Yeah. But it, it's definitely their way of like, here's how we introduce you to this crazy cult. You saw them lure a child and suck mm-hmm. her soul earlier. Now you see how they recruit people, and yeah, that's right. thing. But it's like, they never had any real wins in my book. Yeah, like they, they killed two their, kids. They did get their ass kicked pretty much every yeah. step of the way. <laughs> they, then they show up in a group immediately murdered by two people. Which, two actually, fairly normal people. I will say, I, that scene yeah. was amazing. Oh, it was a great scene for sure. But I was just like, oh. You know what? Okay, I'm going to make a counter argument. I do kind of agree with you on the whole. But I'm going to make the counter argument that that subverted expectation because mm. the whole time we were watching that I was waiting for the other shoe to drop and for them to be losing and running yeah. because that's what every other movie would have done yeah no, that's fair I, I guess it it seemed like uh, you, you, you're meant to feel that Rose the Hat's the, the big bad mm-hmm. type of thing she gets her ass kicked by Abra yes very quickly yeah. And is on the back foot the entire time, which great. That is a good way to set up like, oh, wow. A very a- dangerous opponent yeah. who is scared. Yes. Or if you – you usually put it the other way around where like the kid goes in like, oh, I've got this and gets their ass kicked. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. There's no humble pie there. Yeah, no. She, Abra pretty much is in control. Of everything the of entire everything. time. Yeah. And the one time she does get drugged, Owen McGregor's like, let me jump in here. Yeah. Oh, man. What are these drugs? You didn't even give me the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> and just magics the car into a pole. Now, it would have been a good angle, given enough time mm-hmm. and kind of doing a slightly different thing. Owen McGregor jumps in her body, the drugs kick in, and he starts slipping back into alcoholism. That would have been, yeah. But that could have been an interesting thing, too. Did you watch The Outsider on uh, HBO? I don't know. I cannot remember. So Stephen King wrote a book. Uh, no, I did not. To be made into a TV show, basically. Okay. Um, the book was kind of crap. The TV show was better than the book, but seven out of ten. Right. Uh, not not good enough for it to get uh, a second season. Yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of bummed because I don't think HBO will go out on a second limb mm-hmm. with Stephen King for a series like that again. What I think they were missing is that they should have done. Well, CBS All Access is doing the stand right now. I have only seen oh. the first two episodes, and they were outstanding. So I need to find out how I can get access to CBS All Access <laughs> to finish it. Um, but I think going to some of his previous properties, where it is something like Doctor Sleep, where it could benefit, like mm-hmm. this is a story that we want to make a movie, but could benefit with six hours of playtime. You know, what I could see them doing that with hmm. is uh, the Dark Tower series. Have each book be a season type of thing. That would be great. I, I can because it's got an. They all have an end goal. Oh, Wizarding class different, as yeah. a six part. Like exactly. ten, if you you'd have to make that ten parts, but yeah, yeah you could. I mean, you oh. can draw it out to be a big old thing. Add some more crap, whatever you want. But like, yeah, there's there's enough going on in each of the yeah. stories. Like, yeah, you could make this 
and they have good. I'm good super things. here for this. Yeah, like the, bring, I feel like that'd be a, the best. Bring back Elba and the kid. Like, yeah. I, hot take. I enjoyed that, but you had right. to you had to watch it as a movie that was not related to Dark Tower, other than name alone. Yeah. Then that the problem for me there is, I, I actually started reading the books because I was watching. I think it was SourceFed or SourceFed Nerd on YouTube, which is gone now, but. They, Other than the ones that get canceled? They are one some of the ones that got like just canceled. They got axed by Discovery, I think. Okay. But they uh, the people on there that were hosting the show were thrilled that this was coming out. I was like, I want to learn more about this. This sounds interesting. They're selling me on it. Mm-hmm. So I got into the books because of the movie that was coming out. Oh so then I, man, you got a I rude awakening. Books, saw the movie, was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so my dad had seen the or my dad had read all the books yeah. and I had not yet and I was trying to tell him about the movie I was like so where did it finish up because obviously he knows that they're not cramming it all into one thing yeah. I was like oh this is he was like that never happened yeah <laughs> just like he had never went and watched it after that yeah, uh, yeah there's so many interesting things they could have done with it that they just didn't and I was like oh alright again is Stephen King like George R.R. Martin touts oh man I wanted to write something that could never be converted into a show Stephen King succeeded. Yeah. Where that man. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yes. Like, even it. Who, who's the guy that did uh, uh, Golden Compass? Because that's also his thing. He's like, I will do something that can never be converted to film. Golden the Compass. The elephant things or whatever. He, um... He's also man, a crazy man. Did you, did you, uh, Philip Pullman. Uh, yeah. He, he, yes. Did you watch, um... Uh, his Dark Materials? No. Because that first season was dog shit. So then he succeeded. <laughs> no, I mean, it really, it was just a lot, like, I don't know. It, I, I think it had the potential to be interesting, and I think yeah. studio involvement. Maybe. Um, the studio involvement or bad dire- direction at the top, but I, like... I think it's just tough to, con- to convert those books as well. I mean, yes, but the the material was there. Yeah. Like the world was there. Yeah. I guess is the better way to put it. Um and you had actors with the clout to pull it off. Right. So and the books were obviously successful. Mm-hmm. So there was there is a misstep somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, but it could have happened. Yeah, it's like figure figure out how to actually convert like, these things. Yeah. So someone there like is. you you had all the pieces except for the execution. Yeah. So I have a tough time going well, the book, the source material is just not it. Well, no, the source material was good. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you can make Harry Potter, like, <laughs> yeah. tell me what, tell me in two thousand one, what, which, uh, best selling, best selling book would have been completely impossible to make, and I'd be like, the wizards, <laughs> the ones shooting lightning out of their wands. Yeah. Like, I've, yeah. I've seen PS one graphics. Oh God, yeah, back then for sure. <laughs> and we'd be wrong. Yeah, we absolutely will be. They, yeah, those still hold up well. But to Dark to Sleep, yes. I think it will hold up well in the future as well. Yeah. If you watch, I'm watching Shining and Dark to Sleep. I think they work very well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think this is one that uh, gains steam the longer it's out. Yeah. Because it it did only come out in 2019. Yeah. Um, so it does when, have like when in 20 no that's it came out October. 2019. Yeah. I don't know what I was going for with that. Oh, DVD release date was February 4th, 2020. So right before... Right before pandemic time. Uh, October 2019 movie releases. 
Um, what? Yeah, what did it go up against? It went against the Joker. Ah, uh, okay. Gemini Man, which sucked. Yep. Um, Jojo Rabbit, which okay. I heard so much about yep. Joker and Jojo Rabbit during that time frame. Zombieland Double Tap, El Camino. Okay. It it had a it had a tough. Ad Astra was still in theaters, um, and The Lighthouse was still in theaters, mm-hmm. and it, Parasite was still in theaters. Oh. Yeah, it went up against a that, tough. That's a tough schedule. lineup. Yeah. Um. So I'm not at all shocked that. Of those things being out at the same time. Oh, Spider-Man Far From Home was still in theaters from its release date, too. That makes sense. Yeah. So, oh, and so it was Terminator Dark Fate. That that one's, Dark, that one's a nothing. <laughs> Terminator Dark Shat. Yeah. Did you, okay, speaking of things that were also out, this release direct to Netflix, did you watch Doom Annihilation? No. No, I played the video game instead. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. I saw I saw a trailer for it and I was like, no, that's that's hard it, garbage. It was so bad that I enjoyed it for the novelty that they didn't that just was, yeah. that they didn't just scrap it. Right. I was like, oh my god, you guys, you guys actually hit send on this message. Like, you left uh, the reaper seats on too. Yeah. Like, the boldness of just it existing. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I mean. Overall, oh, great come to Atlanta. Doctor Sleep. Oh, really? Yeah, I was just I looked down at IMDb's filming locations, Atlanta, Georgia. It makes sense. A lot of shit's filmed here now. But. Yeah, because we've got uh, Pinewood is just a huge studio yeah. network, and that makes sense because uh, I will say it, it had a very kind of northeastern Midwest vibe, though. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you could have easily tricked me. You could have fooled me. You, yeah. you, they filmed it up north, where the, it was actually set. Yeah. This. Oh. Yeah, reiterate what we've already said. This is probably one of the better movies that a lot of people are going to sleep on. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I just... I honestly... This is that perfect 80% movie that when I'm like doing chores around the house and it clicks on, I want to sit down on the couch and watch through. Yeah. Um, That's fair. I would would definitely agree with you there. It's probably not a movie that I want to like... Oh man, I get. I gotta keep rewatching this yeah. and dissect every aspect of. It. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I won't go back and like yeah, like rewatch it to figure out. All right, what did I miss? Did mm-hmm. I miss something here or there? I'm I sure there's like a bunch. Can, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch, but I also feel like you can pick up on a lot of it just, you know, off, off, of one viewing if you pay enough attention. Yeah, probably so. But. Yeah. I, um, I thought it was good. I thought all the actors and actresses were great in it. Yeah. Nobody had any... There was no single actor or performance that took me out of it. No. Everyone did a great job. I mean, the person who played Abra, the... the she killed it. Yeah. Ky- um, Kylie Curran? Kylie Curran, yeah. Uh, she did an awesome job. Um, Zachary uh, Moma, uh, who played David Stone, her dad, yeah. was maybe the weakest link. Um yeah. For trusting two strangers to his daughter as quickly as he did. That wasn't well, about the only thing that I felt like. She did. She told him verbally and then blasted the images into his head. Of yeah, like, yeah. This is what's happening. So if if my kid at that point in time blasts some crazy imagery in my head, I'm going to believe him a little bit. Probably. probably you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm, pro- I'm probably blowing smoke. I mean, I think he had a good... First, like, I'm going to beat your ass, Uncle Dan. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying as well. The other thing is, man, did he go down like a sack of potatoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you never even see him get got. Yeah, right. Like, and I guess that might be his 
the rapidity by which they just were like, yeah, he's dusted. Yeah. Let, it kind of probably soured my perception of the character itself. That makes sense. And that that gripe has nothing to do with the way he acted or portrayed yeah. the character. It it was kind of interesting to see that happen. I was like, oh, they're... It's a cyclical shining thing. Mm-hmm. The father dies. Yep. <laughs> Child and the mother. Um, well, that pretty much covers everything I feel like yeah. needs to be said about it before we just start circling the drain as we do. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Oh, the the only last thing, when they're on their way up to the, the Overlook, they do a shot over a lake with an island in the middle. I'm pretty sure that is a scene-for-scene steal from Harry Potter. Oh, really? I think they do the same thing where they fly over this island in the middle of the lake, and that's where Dumbledore's buried at the beginning or end of the last movie or the one. Just happens to be the same body of water. It looks very similar. Okay. At least in my nostalgia. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to uh, rewatch it and see what I can find. Um. But that's it for me. (laughs) Any suggestions on what we want to try for next time? No, we talked about things, and I've already forgotten. We. I mean, apparently we're doing Under the Skin. Yes, but that'll be our B movie. Yeah. Um, I actually... I kind of want to get us away from doing uh, as A-listy movies as we've been doing. Because okay. we, we can burn through that list really quickly. Yep. So I kind of want to temper it and do some things that are in this B cat, You know, this 80% category. Yeah. Um, but I really want to watch... Uh, don't know why... Because I've not seen but one trailer for it, and I haven't read any reviews of it, but Love and Monsters with uh, Dylan O'Brien okay. somehow just is like, the aesthetic of it, of this post-apocalyptic world, just seems interesting, and it's on, it's it's gotten on my radar. I'm here for it. So I'm going to wind up watching it. Okay. Um, we could do that. Uh, another kind of weird one that was released straight to Netflix was uh, that Spontaneous. Spontaneous. The... Uh, kind of teenage love story or whatever but people are exploding into oh blood. yeah this is the one with people blowing up yeah oh I so can watch this too, to watch too. Uh, we, we can add it to the list yeah other ones that other notable ones we should watch and this could be my the other second I was going to pitch you is movies that I claim to have knowledge on I've never <laughs> actually seen all the aliens movies dude <laughs> I've never seen them <laughs> That, that flabbery aspect, because they are amazing movies. John Carpenter's The Thing. Know a lot about it. Never seen it. Oh. I'm, I'm going to take your YouTube away. You should. <laughs> so that you'll actually watch Invisible Man. Wait. Oh, no, me and John just watched that the other yeah. night. It was good. So John good. says it was good. Yep. So good. We've got a good from the next room. So, what do you give this out of 100? Um, I'm going to be nicer... I'm going to go with uh, an 87. I'm going to go with what the user thing says on Google. I just, I, <laughs> just happened to be the same score? Honestly, yeah. I was like, I, I don't want to give it an A. I'm not going to give it a 90. But I want to give it above the 70s that everything else is given. I want to give it a good B. Mm-hmm. 87 works for me, yeah. I'll give it a 87 untouched liquor bottles behind the bar <laughs> out of 100. All righty. Uh, let me get that plugged in. Uh, I'm going to give it... 85 Ambien out of 100. Fair. I like it. <laughs> ah, for the sleep. Yeah, I get it. Yep. <laughs> and you said 87? Yep. And Kate gives it nil for this go-round. Make sure you don't average that, though, because that would totally tank it. Yes. Um, average should be an 86. <laughs> <laughs> we made that really easy for ourselves. Yep. All righty. Well, I think until next time. Yeah.
That's that's it. Good show. Bye. Wait. <laughs>